You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about Psalm 12. This is our second lesson in this. I'm going to begin reading from the New King James Version of Psalm 12. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases. Um, This doesn't necessarily mean die. There is a reference in some Bibles that points it to a place in Isaiah uh, about where the godly people die and pass away. That's not necessarily the meaning here. It could mean that uh, someone is removed or influence is gone. Help, Lord, for the godly man ceases, for the faithful disappear from among the sons of men. They speak idly, everyone with his neighbor. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks proud things, who have said, with our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now I will arise, says the Lord. I will set him in the safety for which he yearns. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. You shall keep them, O Lord. You shall preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked prowl on every side when vileness is exalted among the sons of men. And I believe that we're living in a day where we see these kinds of things. Now, this psalm is pertinent for the age of electronic media. Listen to what verse 2 says. They speak idly. We have so much idle talk in the media, on internet shows, on radio shows, television shows, people talking all the time. And many people that are so-called experts who have no real background in anything other than being famous, they speak idly everyone with his neighbor with flattering lips and a double heart they speak. Now the Hebrew here reads like this, They speak with flattering lips and a heart and a heart, meaning that they have a heart when they are with you, but a different heart when they're somewhere else. You don't really hear what they believe in the deepest part of their heart. They are masters at saying one thing publicly and another thing privately. And so they have a hidden agenda. Therefore, it becomes necessary for them to use doublespeak. Doublespeak is clearly or cleverly camouflaged phrases that hide true intentions. Let me give you a a real example or another definition. Any language deliberately constructed to disguise or distort its actual meaning, often by employing euphemism or ambiguity. Here is an example. Uh, Today we don't say euthanize, we say instead put to sleep. That's a a good example of doublespeak. Uh, We say instead of genocide, ethnic cleansing. It's a little more pleasant. Here's one that really hits home. Instead of saying baby, we say fetus. 
that somehow takes away the personality of the human being. And so we are steeped in this, and we're so steeped in it that recently a, a, a Supreme Court justice <coughs> could not articulate <coughs> pardon me, the definition of a woman. And we got a problem when you can't define what one of the sexes is. The talkers have great faith in their abilities to control the narrative. <coughs> Pardon me. And I want to go to it again in verses 2, 3, and 4. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks proud things who have said with our tongue, we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? Three times the Hebrew uses the word lips, two times tongue. Now, when you see any time in a particular passage or context, when you see one word repeated over and over again, the Holy Spirit is trying to get something across with this. And the Hebrew word here for lips uh, is negative. In other words, it means futile, foolish words, fraudulent lips. It is translated burning lips. A man of lips is used in a bad sense, uh, meaning a loquacious, garrulous person. Uh, the Hebrew word here for tongue refers to a malignant tongue, someone who speaks hard words. This is not a tongue of healing. It's not a tongue of encouragement, but it is a weaponized tongue. Listen to Jeremiah 18.18, 18, where the same Hebrew word is used. Then they said, come and let us devise devices against Jeremiah. Notice this, let us devise devices against Jeremiah. In other words, this group got together and they carefully crafted what they were going to say repeatedly to speak against Jeremiah the prophet. We see the same thing today. We see people in the news media getting together, and we know they do this because they all use the exact same catchphrases to describe certain things. You can tell they got their walking papers from one place, and they begin to share the same ideas, the same things. You hear it again and again. And they say, come and let us devise devices against Jeremiah. Come and let us smite him with the tongue and let us uh, not give heed to any of his words. In other words, they understood the power of speech. They understood it. And uh, this is what Saul Alinsky said. And he was a very uh, wicked philosopher, communist philosopher and had uh, great influence, outsized influence, on a number of modern-day politicians. And he said this, He who controls the language controls the masses. He saw the importance of people being able to control what is said in the media. And they repeat the same thing. I remember when I was a kid, uh, I think a sophomore in high school, in English class we read the, uh, the novel, uh, the short novel by George Orwell called Animal Farm, and I took right to it. I loved it. It was easy for me to understand. I immediately understood the symbolism. When the teacher would ask questions in the class about what does the horse stand for, I mean, I knew immediately it's the working class. Uh, what do the pigs stand for? They stand for the communist leaders. Uh, what do the, uh, the Doberman pinchers stand for? They stand for the secret police. Uh, what is the crow that flies around in the heavens? 
Mormons and, and uh, uh, that stands for religion. I mean, I knew the whole thing and it, I knew it instinctively. I didn't read anybody's take on it. I could tell, you could see what these things meant, at least to me. And I got so many of these answers right. The teacher accused me of somehow finding a guidebook and uh, said that, uh, uh, that I was cheating in class by studying ahead of time what somebody's guidebook said. And I said, no, ma'am, I did not do that. This is obvious to me. This is plain to me that that's what these things represent. If you know anything about communism, Animal Farm makes perfect sense to you. And so what you see is this move to somehow change the narrative and to put a coat of paint on something that's really ugly and to describe something that's heinous in a way that makes it acceptable. And we are living in that time and we put forth ridiculous ideas. The fact that biological males are able to compete in, at the high school level with girls, with females, to go into their locker rooms. They have an unfair advantage. It's absolutely ridiculous when you have a swimmer who maybe makes the top 400 in the country who suddenly changes sexes and is number one in what he does. And that's really sad when that's accepted. It's not fair to the young ladies. It's not fair to people at all. And, and the truth be known, it's not fair to the young man who's so confused about his gender, him being led along in this and told that he's okay. Anyone like that, you're not doing these kids any favors. In fact, we see today a lot of young people detransitioning and uh, we're not getting to hear, at least in mainstream circles, we're not getting to hear the horror stories that they have to tell about what they've gone through because they were so young when they went through surgeries and began treatments and they were confused and they should have had some good adult guidance in their lives to help walk them through this phase and they didn't get it. And I know what I'm saying is not popular and I know there are a lot of people who totally disagree with me, but the truth will be revealed in the fact that, that the proof in, is in the pudding. In other words, we'll see if this works or not. This grand experiment will show to be very harmful, and it always does. Only, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who refuse to admit the truth. And so this is the day of doublespeak. This is the day when language is changed. Why? in order to control people. This is exactly what is described in Psalm 12. And for this reason, the word lips is used three times, tongue is used, and a weaponized tongue is what the Hebrew bears out. It's not just any tongue, it's a weaponized tongue. It's used twice. And so this is the mission of a certain group of people to use words and language to change reality and change the perception of reality. God responds to this, and that's the whole purpose of me teaching on this psalm. He does not sit back and accept this and let it go. And what we're going to see is, I believe in the very near future, a total turnaround, not maybe with every person, but there will be an expose of the, the foolishness of these philosophies and we'll see a real rejection of them by a whole lot of people because they are not built on truth. All the time I have for today, but 
We'll pick up here tomorrow and I'll see you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.